Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. Hindsight with God, you understand, but in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay Stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him. And I just want to encourage you, no matter where you are today or what you do, to seek Jesus in the big and small moments when you want to listen to a song that might not be Christian, or you want to listen to an audiobook that might not be Christian, I want to encourage you to turn that off and seek Jesus. Seek a worship song. You can share this podcast with your friends. Whatever that may be for you is to seek Jesus. We've got Anna Grace on today. Just the sweetest voice. You all are going to love hearing from Anna Grace. She is fearfully and wonderfully made. She is a child of God. She is awesome. And we met a while back yes a while back a while back 2018 yes Yes. 2018 and god has woven it together that we would continue a friendship in different seasons of life and you love the lord and something that i admire about you is how committed you are to doing jesus things for lack of a better term like Mm. jesus things going to church like you go to church and you serve in church and you serve alongside people and help them through different seasons of their life that are pretty difficult. And we will dabble a little bit with that. But if you don't mind, Anna Grace, share with us how you came to Pensacola. Yeah. So in 2016, I came to Pensacola because I came to college at Pensacola Christian College. And I played volleyball there and I fell in love with Pensacola as I um, came down here from Tennessee. So I miss the mountains, but there's nothing like the beach here in Pensacola. What position did you play? I was libero. Yes, you were. I knew that about you. Okay. So you majored in sport management. Yes, I did. I can't imagine living in Tennessee and hearing about this Christian school that has a volleyball program. I mean, how did God weave that together for you? Well, my older sister came to school at PCC, and so I was familiar with it. And then um, during the summer, I guess my junior year of high school, I came down and went to volleyball camp. And 
I wanted to play volleyball, but there was like that, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to play in college. Um, and so I talked to the coach then and she was like, yeah, come down whenever, um, whenever you graduate, come down and you can try out. We'll have open tryouts when um, you come in the fall. And so I did that and just trusting that I would make it if I was supposed to. And if I wasn't supposed to be on the volleyball team, I wouldn't make it. And um, I ended up making it that fall. And that was so good because I had like a built-in family just going into college with my volleyball team and a way to have um, a community already there on campus. So that was great. I'm so thankful for my time um, playing volleyball and traveling with them. You learn so much about how to be a good human playing sports. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, I think I've become a um, accumulation, I guess, of like the coaches I've had over the years and the yeah. teams I've played on and like the lessons that I've learned throughout that. And that's one of the reasons I love, I get to coach volleyball at yeah. East Hill Christian School. And I love it so much because there's so many life lessons that I get to teach these girls through volleyball like yes. I might be teaching them the skill of volleyball but through that we're able to learn um how to communicate with each other and how to be disciplined in something um that affects maybe you're being disciplined in volleyball but it affects your entire um like every other area of your life yeah. so being um, a good teammate mm -hmm. you know being a good hey being a good teammate like uh, to your sisters like sisters in Christ you have to support each other yes. as believers, like off the court. And mm -hmm. then on the court, you better be supporting each other. Yes. <laughs> ain't going, you're, you're not going to win. Right. <laughs> you know, you got to be one team. There's no I in team. Uh, but that's really cool. So I didn't know that you were still coaching. That's something that you've been doing for a while. Yeah. I didn't know that I would get to get this experience like right out of college, but, um, in 2021, I guess, I started as an assistant um, there, and then the coach um, left, and I kind of stepped into the head position, the head coach position last year, um, mm -hmm. and I learned a lot, and I'm still learning so much <laughs> um, about how to communicate with the girls, and then how to communicate with parents, and yeah. um, how to plan out a season, and how to plan out an off season, and all that work, um, but yeah, I've loved it so far. So I'll be going into my third season um, this next fall. So something that I love about you for the person who's listening right now is just how sewn in you are to church and how sewn in you are to Christian projects and organizations. And the word obedience is popping into my head. But for the person listening, I know that might hit it might be foreign to the person listening about like how you have clung to Jesus through being in Christian community. And I mean, would mm -hmm. you say that's true? Yes, I would. Yeah. I mean, you're super involved and I, I would love for you to answer that, but I just, for the person who's listening, I just want to know why. I think because once you've tasted like how good Jesus is and how sweet a relationship with him is, um, and you see how much your community plays a role into that and the people that you surround yourself with and the activities that you put in your life that um, feed into that walk with Christ, like you can't help but surround yourself with those people and you can't help but have those activities on your calendar and yeah. make time to spend at church and to spend with those people that are going to encourage you and equip you in your walk with yeah. Christ. Um, and honestly, that was a big reason why I continue to stay in Pensacola because of the great community of people that I have here that are 
encouraging me in my walk with Christ and um, are giving me opportunities to serve because I don't know the quote, um, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And wait, like, say that one more time. That sounded really good. What was it? Um, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And I mm-hmm. should give credit to the author, but I'm not really sure who it is um, off the top of my head. But like only what we do in this life for Christ is going to matter for eternity or has any value at all. And so um, we might as well make our life about that thing and not about worldly ambitions and things of that and it sounds so like yeah maybe trite to say that or cliche but it's it's the truth and it I've seen it in my life and just want to like continue in that so how did God give you that beautiful perspective oh um I just like living it just um you're like a uh, trial and error. <laughs> yeah, trial and error. Just doing it. Um, I think yeah. I knew coming out or like moving from from home in Tennessee to Florida, and knowing that I was going to have like taking just me as a, um, a single college person that needed to get into community. Um, I kind of had that built in at PCC, but going into um, after graduating, I knew I was going to have to surround myself with that pe- with those people. And I knew I was going to have to have some buy-in in that. And it was only going to be as much as I put into it, what I was going to get out of it. And so I knew I wanted to make my community like the main, one of the main things, mm-hmm. I guess, in my life. And so I went at it wholeheartedly and I've seen, and like I said, I've seen how good it is. And so I'm like, oh, let's just continue on. Let's just keep doing this. Yeah, I love how you have made an effort to surround yourself in good community and and to take the time to get refreshed in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, being involved in all of Baptist has something called D groups, which we've had Beth Harris on before, um, and it's discipleship groups. But I've seen you at events that they have where you are, you know, making time to be there after, you know, this isn't a Sunday, it's a Thursday or a Wednesday or whatever it is. And I just want to encourage whoever is listening, if you've ever been church hurt or you have been hurt, period, Mm -hmm. out of the church, like give God and that relationship another chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, church hurt is real and that is something that a lot of people deal with, but give it another chance give give just because you were hurt or because you were hurt Mm -hmm. by one one person or maybe a whole church yeah that isn't the entire body of christ that isn't who jesus is right um and so give someone another chance of showing you who christ is and showing you how they um have been changed by him and how they want to um love you well by by them loving who Christ is and knowing more about him so yeah there's this new song out I just shared it with Anna Grace before mm-hmm. we started the episode or podcast or whatever you want to call this <laughs> uh chit chat with you um but it's called I've witnessed it mm-hmm. and it's by a group called passion from passion mm-hmm. you know that that big conference that happens in Atlanta every year with Louis Giglio and his church and his wife and just wonderful ministry 
And the song is talking about that we as believers have witnessed God's faithfulness Mm -hmm. and do not forget what God has done with you. Remember, like you've witnessed it, how he changed your life. And like, you got to go tell somebody, you know, and as believers, if you're a believer who's listening to this, you know, be encouraged that God has redeemed you and he has Mm -hmm. restored you and he has renewed you to live different. And then I just want to encourage you to go grab someone who is hurting and tell them about Jesus because you've witnessed it. You know, Mm -hmm. like that song is like, I could not walk today. I'm like, oh my goodness, God, I have witnessed it. Like Mm -hmm. I get to see, and like people on the podcast know, like I lost my dad a year ago. I've witnessed that hurt, but I also know that I'm going to see him again. You know, Mm -hmm. I've witnessed it. I've seen in the Bible where he has told us that we will see those we've lost who are believers in heaven again. Like I've witnessed it, you know, and just for the person who's listening and just meeting Anna Grace and just hearing, I mean, I just, the word refresh just keeps popping up in my mind. But when I hear your voice, I do feel refreshed in the spirit. And I just would love for you to share your testimony. Just like, how did you meet Jesus? I grew up with a mom that daily showed who Christ was and her relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And then she and my dad always took my siblings and us to church. And so I was introduced to Jesus at a very early age. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I was five, I realized that I needed to put my faith fully in Christ and in his work on the cross. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that I could know that my soul would eternally be his and I could spend eternity with him. Um, and so that's when I put my trust in him. And then it really became real to me when I was a teenager in that I was relying on that decision that I made, but I hadn't made it real in my life and like knowing who he truly was. And so Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager, I fell in love with, um, reading the scriptures and knowing who he was and there's a book, I don't know the title of it now off the top of my <laughs> head, but it's basically going through the Psalms and picking out um, the characteristics of God throughout that. And so yeah. like really understanding who he was and his character and how yeah. good he is and like all the attributes of him. When I saw that, I saw how and continue to see how good he is and um, why why I can know that I know and put my all my trust in him and base my life on that. Um, and so... I was introduced to Jesus at a very young age, but I'm still continuing to like learn about him and um, deepen that relationship with him. Yeah. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Yes. Yes. It is so true. Mm -hmm. You have to have that taste of him to continue in that relationship. Yeah. Of of knowing who he is. This is the weirdest question I've ever asked on this podcast, but how do you, how do you get a taste of like the Holy Spirit? I mean, you you just you just open his word and you come with a surrendered spirit of like, Lord, I'm and go before him and tell him that like, I want to taste and I want to see that you're good. And he's going to reveal that in his scripture. It might not be like if you just up, turn the Bible, if you just open the Bible to a random verse and it might be like something totally random, yeah. but like keep reading and he's going yeah. to reveal himself in his word. He yes. promises that. Yes. Um, but yeah, that verse was such an encouragement 
to me, I had a friend shared it with me during college of taste and see there has to be that initial like step of going to his word and mm-hmm. and going with a surrendered spirit of, okay, I want to learn who you are and I want to see yep. um, who you are. Yeah. And I mean, the Lord, if, if you're ever in a place of like running from God, even in small things, like God will humble you and he will bring mm-hmm. you back, you know? So just like go to him, ask God to create in you a clean heart. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. God create in me a clean heart, oh God, and mm-hmm. renew a right spirit within me from Psalms mm-hmm. 5110, I believe, but, and just ask him to give you a pure heart, a clean heart, a right heart, a loyal heart, and he will do it. Mm-hmm. He will. He will, he will clean it right out. Just he when will. you think that you are a hoarder in your heart. <laughs> or you think your heart's clean. He's like, oh no, right there. <laughs> there's this, there's this place. <laughs> we got to do some deep cleaning. Yes. <laughs> And the Lord provides the bleach, okay? Like, don't even worry about the cleaning supplies. Like, he'll clean it out. He's got your back. Anna Grace, I need to know what Bible verse is helping you in this season. It's my favorite question to ask every guest. But just the way God moves through you and how you just take action in your faith, I would love to know. Um, yeah, well, you mentioned part of it. Um, no Psalms, yeah, Psalms 34, 8 through 10 i believe okay. oh taste and see that the lord is good blessed is the man who takes refuge in him oh fear the lord you his saints for those who fear him have no lack the young lion suffers want and hunger but those who seek the lord lack no good thing and verse 10 has been something or verse 9 and 10 all of it i mean 8 9 and 10 have been something that i continually go back to of the young lion suffers want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord like no good thing. And so if we are seeking him and we truly are, yeah, um, truly know who he is, we're not going to lack any good thing on this earth. And I think sometimes I can be like, Oh, I want this, or I'm waiting for this, or, um, I can't wait till this happens. But if I'm truly seeking him and, and wanting his best that I'm, he's going to provide for everything that I need. He's going to give me the good things in my life and I'm not going to lack any good thing. Before we started this episode, we were talking about the song Honey in the Rock, mm-hmm. which we talk about on this podcast a lot. <laughs> but, you know, there's honey in the rock. Mm-hmm. Like God's going to provide even your food. Like if you have food and shelter and clothing, like that be content. That mm-hmm. is all you need. Hallelujah. Yes. Like whatever is holding you back from surrendering and just being still with God and knowing that he's got you just give it up to God you Mm -hmm. know yes we um that reminds me of the verse in on the sermon on the mount where Christ is talking about being anxious and how we should be anxious for nothing Mm -hmm. and how he's like look at the birds of the air how they don't they don't care where they're going to lay their head or where they're going to get their next food. And how much more is our father going to care for his children? Those that are made in his image. Yes. Um, And he's, he's going to provide for all that you need. We just have to trust him. And yeah, I love that verse. Oh my goodness. Okay. So last night I stayed up way too late and was Googling uh, YouTube videos of just like (laughs) where Christian artists have broken through to like the Grammys Mm -hmm. or like mainstream events where a Christian artist has come on the scene and just been like, Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. rain down. Like you are real. Like 
God provides, you know, just Jaira, you know, mm-hmm. that song that was on the Grammys, I believe last year, but, or maybe this year, I don't know. I was Googling a lot, <laughs> but there was a lyric that one of the ladies said in Maverick City, uh, music, Maverick City worship. She was, it, it's in Jaira and it's talking about the sparrows. I kind of want to pull it up real quick. She said, if he watched over every sparrow, how much more does he mm-hmm. love you? Okay. So here's a, a piece of the lyric in Jaira that She's, and I don't know her name. I'm sorry. I don't know her, but it's in Maverick City. I just love her. I'm just diving into like who these artists are in this band. It's so fantastic. But she says, if he dresses the lilies with Mm -hmm. beauty and splendor, how much more will he clothe you? How much more will he clothe you? If he watched over every sparrow, how much more does he love you? Mm -hmm. How much more does he love you? I think a lot of it is realizing that like Jesus loves us so much. Yes, so, so much. And I mean, we can just look around us at like the lilies of the field, looking at the sparrow and see the intricate details that Mm -hmm. he's taken his time to create. But even more so like he's created us in his image and how much he cares for that. How much more is he going to take care of his children? Um, Yeah, so good. Just that scripture again is Psalms 34 verses 8 through 10. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blesses the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. Mm -hmm. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Seek the Lord. Yes. Is there any other encouragement that you have to share with the persons who is listening who might be tempted to listen to stuff that's not right or uh, read a book that they probably shouldn't. Like, is there just anything that you can say to encourage someone to seek Jesus? Yeah, I've seen that in my own life of, because I I love listening to country music and I love yeah. listening and watching um, or reading a book. But mm-hmm. um, I can see, and like if pay attention and you can see you're a product of the environment that you put yourself in. I know. And so if yeah. you are consuming all of these things that are talking about things that are ungodly or that are just things that we shouldn't shouldn't yes. worry about, um, because if, if they're not things of Christ, you can see that being a, part of, a product of your environment and the, the things you consume. One of the books I read said that you can you can tell um, who you are based on what you've consumed in the past 30 days. Like if you, if you want to buy something, it's probably cause you've seen it in the past 30 days. Yeah. Um, so be mindful of what you're putting in front of your eyes of what you're putting in your ears to listen to. Um, and make sure it's, it's things that are going to edify you and continue and draw you closer to Christ and not pull you away. Yeah. Um, and if that's like going and putting yourself around people that are continual or that are following christ um then do that if it's listening to worship music instead of turning on something else then listen listen to that worship music and let christ draw you to himself um because if you're if you're seeking to draw near to him he promises us that in james that he's going to draw near to us yes Um, and he will do abundantly more y'all yes like he will trust him for it Mm -hmm. i mean he will he will make you smile again like he will his joy is something that ah once you've 
experienced it, you're like, oh, I got to continue in this. So good. Such a free spirit. So thank you for coming on and sharing what God has on your heart and how you met Jesus. Like that was great. It was great to hear your testimony. Is there anything else you want to share with us? I know we'll talk about ways to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Um, no, thank you for having me on your podcast. I love it. Yes. You're such a joy to be around. <laughs> it's an honor to have you on Anna Grace. You're a great example and I wanted to have you on because I love watching how you obey and I just know it takes effort and I know it takes work to say, you know, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to get connected with small groups and I'm going to serve alongside people in hard situations and it's admirable and it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted people to hear that. You know, like taste it. And you come up with the verse, taste and see the Lord is good. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's Jesus right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then how do we connect with you? Yeah, um, I would say like if you are looking for a group of people to um, follow Christ with and you are in like the young adult age, yeah. um, come to Olive Baptist, connect with me. Um, shoot me a message on Instagram or something. And I would love to be that person that you can come sit with. Um, at church and then yeah I would I would love to introduce you to a discipleship group that is um following Christ and um yeah that's so great thank you so much Anna Grace so if you're wanting to go to church and you haven't been in a while Anna Grace has a seat next to her available for you I love that (laughs) I should do that come sit with us too yes we're always late but we'll be there (laughs) you'll be there maybe they'll save a place for you (laughs) oh my yeah no no I'm sorry about that. I There is a point in like church where it is not good to come in late because you're like, we're, we try not to interrupt. You know what I mean? So do you get there early? Are you like the early person? I do get there. Well, yes, I try to get there early because okay. I think there's a lot of prep that goes into yes, worship before so the much. actual worship actually begins. And this is something I've been learning because I think the first couple of years uh, out on my own I was like oh I can go whenever like I can get there but there there is something to be said of like listening to worship music before you get to church and like preparing and praying and asking Christ to show himself in the worship and in the message that you're going to hear um mic drop that's good (laughs) but and that's show yourself to me reveal to me your glory like I'm listening and I mean if if I am rushing in, I do see, I do feel like that my spirit's rushed and I, I might carry that into the time of worship or into the time of um, the service or the fellowship afterwards. And yeah. so there is there is something that I'm continually learning and trying to get better at of showing up uh, and making prepping for worship before it actually begins. That's good. That's good. I love that. Thank you so much, Anna Grace. Thank you. At the end of every podcast, we always pray. So wherever you are today, join us in prayer. We're talking to Jesus, our Heavenly Father, who's here with us right now, and He's so faithful. He's so good to us. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for Anna Grace, and thank you for her sweet spirit coming on and refreshing our souls for your glory. Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. 
You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. This is amazing.